Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love podcast. I am TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we are going to talk about generosity. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us part of your week on this Memorial Day. Ooh. It's always weird talking about right. what day this comes out on. Because it's not well, I, Memorial I Day. We're basically time travelers. Yeah, we've, we've learned how to travel through time. Wish we would have warned you in 2019 that 2020 was going to be weird, but <laughs> we forgot. suck. Babe, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a bad word. Is it? Yeah. You weren't allowed to say no, that? No, 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 no. Yeah, I, don't, and, I actually don't think I really was either. And then I think I was probably like 19, 20, and my parents were like, uh, okay. Yeah. Like, you still don't use that word no, very often. No, 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 no. <laughs> Do we um, need, do we need I'm, to start over? I'm going to put explicit. I'm going to put explicit content oh, you are. on this because you said that strong F sounds. <laughs> Sorry, you guys had to listen to that. Pray for Brooke's soul as she swears violently during this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> violently adds like a whole different. Oh yes, because you're like, gosh, oh, what is her body doing while she's saying those words? <laughs> but yes, thank you for making us a part of your week. We are not time travelers. Um, quick tip. Time travel doesn't exist yet. Um, but we also want to thank you for supporting... <laughs> Benjamin Button disease. <laughs> um, for supporting us as the last collection released. It was yes. amazing. Uh, the No Notes uh, code came out in force, which we love. Yeah. Makes us feel extra good. Um, and the next collection's already been announced. So June 16th at 9 p.m. It'll come out. My birthday is June 17th. So we've got a couple of designs that I love. And uh, that you voted on. So mark your calendars, put it in your budget. Yeah. Or as we talk about this, maybe we'll guilt you into buying one for your friend. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Generosity doesn't have anything to do with guilt. Just kidding, everybody. I'm just kidding. Um, Got some reviews to read. We did get a four-star review this week. We did. Which is funny because normally people who like, because we have like a couple one-star reviews. Right. Normally people just click the stars and they don't actually write anything. But right. someone wrote a four-star review, which I was like, crack me up. We lost the star because we go too long. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I've dwelled on it the whole week, but, <laughs> but I'm, saying I'm I haven't also not, thought not about it. saying that I did not, not think about it Here's at times. Here's the funny thing. I, sometimes I feel like we go too long and then I look down at the time and I'm like, holy cow. Well, oh, well. See oh, well. Next week. Yep. See ya. <laughs> and, uh, but you know, Karen didn't like it. I don't know if her name is Karen, but. Karen. It's probably Becky. Yeah. Oh. oh gosh, I really hope it's not Becky. <laughs> Becky, I love you. Um, but we will release some of the five star reviews. Uh, <laughs> fun loving people. I love that you all are friends. It's so refreshing to hear you guys joke and laugh together. I can really tell you that you enjoy each other's company, and that is something I'm inspired by and hope for in a relationship for myself in the future. Does she mean a relationship with herself? No, like when she's okay. in a- <laughs> <laughs> I love hanging out with you. Oh, I love hanging out with you too. <laughs> Quarantine. Wow. <laughs> the other one's like this. <laughs> um, but Brooke and I actually do like each other. This is yes. not an act. That'd be exhausting. Yeah, that would be exhausting. Some people live that way, though. Yeah. Some people do not like other people that they're always around. Wow. This got dark real fast. <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, see you guys next week. Um, but yeah, we do really like each other, but we also work very hard at liking each other yeah. and acknowledging the good in one another. Mm-hmm. Brooke has no problem acknowledging it. <laughs> I also have no problem acknowledging it. 
Uh, the next review says, power duo of a podcast or just life in general. Love y'all so much. Oh my goodness. I love y'all, period. Finally, there's a Christian podcast that is honest, fun, authentic, intentional, and enjoyable to listen to. Man. I should that be our tagline? Or not uh, run on, but they're just long. I feel like I'm your best friend and we're chatting up while sitting around a table eating your freshly air fried wings. Yep. Represent had some for lunch today. But seriously, it's a huge encouragement and one of the few podcasts I regularly listen to. Also, y'all's marriage is nothing short of inspiring and makes a single girl like me excited to live with a best friend. I didn't even realize these were two were I know. Related. I thought you did that on purpose. I didn't. Uh, I just like that she mentioned hot wings. <laughs> uh, the way y'all push each other to go in Christ is unreal. I also have uh, strong vibes that this person is Southern. Just from yes. the, oh, the, for sure. for the 55 y'all, she said. Thank y'all for walking in y'all's love. These, I'm just making these years and ultimately choosing to be faithful to God and everything, no matter how crazy it sounds in the world. Okay. I could go on for days, but this is already super long. So I guess I'll just say, okay, let me buy PS. Yes, yes, yes. Start a book club. Never been part of one, but quarantine has put a reading fire in me. So let's do this. Brooke, okay. give them an update. No, I have to backtrack. Do we really have one star reviews? I've never read them. Well, no, that's just... all I'm going to think about now. No. Oh, they don't say anything? Yeah, you can just click the stars. You can just click one star. Yeah, and so some people just click it, I think. Yeah. Trolls. Trolls. Internet trolls. Internet trolls. So I was actually proud of the the four star. Saying like, that's why I came off. That's why I came off. Yeah. You guys guys talk too much. Right. Which I don't think is going anywhere, so I'm going to live in that four star. Yeah. One of my favorites. I'll take it. We, Brooke and I recently were shopping for pots and pans. Yes, because online. we feel like we've eaten enough Teflon in our lives. Yeah, we like, should maybe stop that. It, we've absorbed enough into our system. Yeah, we're good. We're immune to Teflon now. Right. And uh, we, have, we have herd immunity. Yeah, we've, we have herd Teflon immunity. <laughs> and uh, so we thought we should probably buy some pans, pots right. and pans. And uh, so I went down the rabbit hole of... You were on Amazon, yeah. you were on Costco, you yeah. were on Williams-Sonoma, but you were everywhere reading about pots and pans. My favorite thing about online stores is the reviews. Yes. Mostly because mostly the bad reviews right. because like you oh, love it. I love it. Well, <laughs> one because like normally the bad review has nothing to do with the actual product. Yes. It's like it arrived broken one star. Right. And you're like that is the fulfillment. That's right. not their fault. <laughs> My <laughs> mailman left it at the wrong door. One star. <laughs> that has nothing. It to- was missing a piece. It didn't work. One star. Like, right. you're not actually reviewing the product. You're reviewing the delivery or the maybe right. mishap in the delivery of the product. Yes. And I just, I just. But find- that's an ongoing joke you do. You yeah. we we rate things in life, and yeah. we do it to be funny. Yeah. I can't. You know, of course, it's like get- a, oh, I dropped my banana. One, one star. star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's so great. While I was ordering pots and pans, I was just be I was feeling snark- snarky, snarky. I was gonna say snarky. Is that a word? No, snarky, so snarky is not a word. Kind of feisty. And so I had my back turned to you. Yeah. I was packing beauty counter samples. So we're in the basement together, but I'm not facing you. One of the rare times that we're actually working it side by side. Yeah. You know, because normally it's like one's on, one's off. And so I start reading about these pots and pans on Costco's website. Like the long, the long product description. I'm literally reading the whole description in an accent, trying to make Brooke laugh. And she's not going for it. No, I and just I'm tell. thinking, I know what you're doing. You're trying just, to get me to turn around and giggle. I hear you, but also but it's I'm not focused funny. on what I'm doing. So, so go for it. Keep so, reading. So then I have a, a joke. What's the word for it? A joke comes to my mind. I don't know. Okay. A joke uh, idea. A joke uh, brainstorm. Okay. A joke. I don't know. I have this idea of a joke while, while reading. reading. 
And I think this is so funny. So I keep reading the whole description word for word. It's probably like six minutes of reading. It was so much. I thought because it was describing every pot and pan, and I was doing it in the French accent. Yeah. French slash German, kind of going back and forth. Yeah. And then when I got to the end, I go, ah, sold out. Dang it. <laughs> and I laughed so hard. I got her, guys. It was good. I've actually chuckled about it since. Yeah. It just, was... just thinking about the bit of yeah. <laughs> reading, 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 and everybody in the room's like, seriously, you're still reading? And then be like, ah, sold out. Sold out. Ugh, so close. So close <laughs> to victory. Um, it was good. It but was anyways, good. all that being said. The book club. The book club. So we posted Instagram. Hey, the shop is going to close. We haven't posted since the shop closed. Yeah. I feel like that's sort of one star Instagram. Yeah. Walk on Instagram. One star. (laughs) I feel like that's sort of always kind of how we roll is like we're, we, I need to take a hot second. Yeah. Yeah. And we also feel like you guys might be sick of us. So we'll just give you a break. Right. You know? Yep. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. Is Mm. that, is that the saying? That is the saying. And so don't, I guess it applies to that. I don't yeah. know. Lack of scene makes the heart grow fonder. Lack of double taps makes the heart mm, grow fonder. Lack and of- the algorithm dislike us. So maybe that's <laughs> not a good thing. Um, but the Instagram about the book club was, yes, let's do it. Right. We are going to do it. We think we're going to start in July. We're not sure. Right. But we are going to start with the book, The Path Between Us. That yes. is for sure. By Suzanne Stabile. And it is always linked in the show notes, along yes. with the air fryer and some other Enneagram books, because we always bring it up and we always, right. people always ask. And so it's always linked there. The other thing that's always linked there is our playlist. So we have mm-hmm. two playlists, a worship playlist and a non-worship playlist where we pick songs of the week that we have been listening to and enjoying greatly. Um, and Brooke, what is your song my, this week? Yeah. My song of the week <clears throat> is Boom Clap by Lennon and Maisie. The song is originally Charlie XCX from a long time ago. And then Lennon and Maisie, the sister duo, who I believe got their start on YouTube and then, of course, went on to like be in the show Nashville and do all those things. Um, this is their cover. And this is, this is old. Like We used to listen to this when June was a baby, yeah. but it is really good. Is it playing? No. Do you have it? Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. There we go. Sorry. It's okay. That was a bad transition. Sorry. First kiss just like a drug under Are so good together. They are. They're siblings. Yeah, they're sisters. Man, how imagine, fun would that be? Can you imagine June and Sunny singing like that? Oh, together? I would never stop crying forever. Just for, for all, all of time. time. They'd walk into the room. Oh, <laughs> you guys nuggets. sing together. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, like I, I just punched <laughs> the devil. Yeah, I don't know how. And maybe you like. You get so used to it. It becomes more familiar as a. My parent. guess is that as a parent, <clears throat> it's emotional every time they do something new. So like. Yes, like a when, new they, album, a new when song. they played yeah. um, that big theater. Yeah. I the think Grand Old Opry. Probably a very big deal. Right, yeah. But maybe when they're just singing in the garage, yeah. they're not, maybe they're not weeping over there. I don't know. Or the jam sessions uh, in the garage. I, I am interested in attending track meets with you as a parent. Oh my because word. 
Brooke can't help but cry at people running their fastest or their hardest, whether yeah. they're winning or losing. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Brooke cries equally as hard, no matter. And it's hard. Yeah. Like, if I let myself not control it as much as I possibly yeah. could, oh, I would be weeping. Yeah. But I try to get it together because people are looking at me and they're mm-hmm. like, you don't know these fourth graders. Why are you weeping yeah. on the sidelines? <laughs> you were just on a casual walk and happened to come across <laughs> this, some kids running in race. a race. Which that is actually a true that story. Is, that's <laughs> happened. Why are you bawling? I'm fine. They're just trying so hard and their legs, their arms <laughs> are moving. So uh, yeah, it's, a fun, yeah, I, it's a fun date with Brooke. Um, yeah. The, the crying track meet. Yeah. Uh, so... I, I didn't have any real, for my song of the week, I didn't have, I usually like to pick a song that actually came out this week. That's right. sort of my move. But then I've realized, hey, there's all this music that I've listened to over the years that I've never Remember? introduced people yep. to. And so I thought, because I didn't, uh, there were a couple songs that came out this week, but they weren't like. This is it. This, yeah. Um, I decided to listen to some older stuff, not super old, but some yeah. stuff that would have been like this probably two or three years ago would have been my song of the week. It's called yes. Psycho by Amy Shark featuring Mark Hoppus, who's from Bleak oh, 182. Yes. We listen to this album. Amy Shark is excellent. I do think some of her stuff might be explicit. Yeah, not, there's not a, this. There's but... a song on this album that's explicit, okay. but this song is not. Right. But yeah, she's really. I remember the first time this came on and I was like, that, so, who is that? I know that voice. Yeah, the guy. That's the guy from Bleak 182. Here we go. Should we just listen to the whole thing? Or? Well, I don't know. I don't want to go too long. <laughs> One star. <laughs> I know we had to get to the point where he sings, but Um, oh man, it's good. Amy Shark, Psycho featuring Mark Rappas. Yeah. It's a good song. She's a talented musician. She is. That album's real good. Is she? She's Australian, mate. Is she an Aussie? Put another shrimp on the barbie. Kangaroos. Pouches. No. Instantly, I'm like, applesauce (laughs) pouches? Like kids' pouches? Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, so those those will be out of the playlist. Both playlists are linked. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily have a worship song of the week. Okay. But I have been listening to a worship album this week. Right. So you're picking a song? So, but this wasn't the one that I wrote down. Oh. So Whoa. last minute switcheroo. Um, Five stars. <laughs> they do the last minute switcheroo quite well. Five stars. Um, this is by Mosaic MSC, which I think is a church. Like Yeah. I think Church worship band. It's so hard to tell. They all look so cool now that you're like, is this a real band or just like a church band? Right. What's the difference? What's the difference? I don't know. They all go to a church probably. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, wow. But this, this whole album is really good, but they have a song called Fountain. I'm good, which I think mm-hmm. is like more of like a, <clears throat> it's the lyric lyrically. It's like the, 
it's like what the song that Jesus would sing about you. Mm. And to me, that's always like, that's a hard, I always feel like that's a hard angle to take in a song. And to do it well, you And mean? to do it well. And just to like, it's hard for you to, to sing about yourself in a positive light. Mm. But when you think about that, that's the perspective that God looks at you. Jesus blood covers you with that yeah. grace. Like that is how he sees you. Mm. And so I think sometimes singing that, while it may seem challenging, is probably also good for our souls introspectively. Mm. So it's called Fountain, I Am Good, and it's live. There's a live version. This is the live version. Okay. I'm excited. preach i'll give you the goosebumps <clears throat> so yeah i heard that in the, in the car this week and i was like yeah whoa, <laughs> whoa I, swerving. yeah <laughs> and we crashed and uh but i was good <laughs> i survived <laughs> um no i'm just kidding I'm about the crash Once i did like yeah that song. would be terrible <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so we'll add those to the playlist brooke doesn't have a worship song because she says the s word and so she's less of a christian <laughs> than i am which if you could give her your prayers. I think everybody already knows that. Yeah, I mean, we've made that abundantly clear clear. that I am the better Christian. Right, yes. Um, So For sure. Humble. Humble servant of the Lord. And we'll talk about that. Um, (laughs) So any Mama Likey this week? Yeah. Mama Likey. For sure. Mama Likey, my new foundation. So Beauty Counter came out with a new foundation. If you want a sample. Uh, I don't have samples. Psych. Psych. You can get in the queue for samples. Right. But I don't have foundation samples. They're not available yet. You can get in the queue for a sample of Of something something else. else, Not the Mama Likey Foundation at Easy Pretty Clean. I wish that I could do that, but they're not available. Anyway, it's amazing. It's new. It's like... You love it. Foundation meets skincare, and they've meshed it together. So it's... It's amazeballs. Plus clean. Can I say that? It's amazeballs. Amazeballs all allow. And it's clean. Yeah. Yeah. All out. I don't think that's a swear word. But it was super smooth, and I'm just pumped. You were pumped up. really cute. You look good. You're See, glowing. Thanks. Not a pregnancy reference. Nope. You cannot tell someone they're glowing right. without that. I don't, is that? I mean, that's a thing. Yeah, a thing? I think your body, it's a very real thing. Yeah. Your skin is, like, amazing often. I guess when, it's not always amazing. Yeah. Sometimes the hormones go the other way. Right. But that's And then what, what are you saying when they go the other way? Well, like sometimes your preg- darkness. No, 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 <laughs> no. But some pregnancy hormones can cause people to really break out, right? right like right, pretty right. badly, yeah. at least at first or for a while. And to those like, pregnancy hormones, we get one star. One star, yeah. but also you should try counter control because it'll solve all your problems. Nice. Win win. Win win. Win. I do have a sample of that. Okay. Sample. I wish they did. So I think the reason they don't have 
or samples of the new foundation is that it's now available in 18 shades. That's a lot of samples to pack. And I know that they're all about like not having extra packaging and not doing more than they right. have to. And so I think there's a 60 day return policy. So they're thinking, try it, try it, order it, open it, try it, slap it on your face for 45 days. And if you're going, this is not what I want, or this is the wrong color or whatever, you can return the unused stuff, Yep. you know, and get your money back. And this is makeup talk, right? This is a new segment within Mama's, Mama Like Mama, Mama Likey Makeup, makeup talk. talk. Wow. Five stars. Um, what, what do you like? Well, here's the thing. The link to shop from Beauty Counter from Brooke yeah. is always in the show notes as well. Oh, so Before or after the air fryer? After the air fryer. After the air fryer, obviously. Way down yeah, on the it's list. literally one, I know the bottom ones. Okay. <clears throat> um, my Mama Likey is the new map in Apex Legends. So Apex <laughs> Legends is the only video game I play. Uh, and they've released a new map, new season, and it's really good. Right. They released a new character. <clears throat> she's all right. Yeah. She's all right. But I have Switch characters. That's used to be, different. Used to used to only, one, I used to only play with other. Pathfinder. Now I play with Mirage. So, so there's, there's been some big changes in the household here. Wow. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Um, yeah, it's my favorite game. If you guys ever want to play, message me on Instagram. What? What console do you need? Xbox. I have Xbox. My username, my Xbox it's name. It's really creative. TJ Mesitas. Yeah. All one word. That's you. And that's also my Instagram name. So message me on both places. Maybe we can play together. Yeah. Only if you're good, though. <laughs> I don't want to play with I any don't noobs. Any I don't want any noob losers. <laughs> Noobblers. <laughs> Lose. Lose blue burbs. Oh, gosh. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Mama no like you. Um, <laughs> so, Brooke, how was your week? My week was good. Actually... My week was My great. My week was great. It really was, though. We finished the collection off strong, which I was both pleased with and proud of. And then... Tell them why you were proud. Well, I was proud because I... Tell them what you told me to, this morning. Okay, we it's not weird. It. Um, no, I think it's good. My whole life, <laughs> suddenly I found myself born. <laughs> um, I, I have been someone... The anticipation of some... I don't enjoy that. Yep. I don't want to be surprised. I used to dread anything that I knew was coming. Yep. I don't want to go to dance lessons. I can't fathom going to clarinet lessons, whatever it was. It was usually like a something where I needed to show up yep. and perform. I, you know, mm-hmm. for lack, sometimes literally perform on stage yep. for like dance and Five, stuff. Five, six, seven, seven eight. eight. Twirl. <laughs> twirl. <laughs> lose the Spin twirl. Catch. Um, lose the twirl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm going to keep the twirl. It's more of a spin. spin. You know, and so... I, I've gotten way better at, I, I do not dread things like that anymore. Thank right. goodness. Yep. It's, I've grown up and I just have a little more understanding of myself, but there are times when it's being like, Oh, I should be on stories. I should talk about this. I should explain it. I need to right. show up. I can't just like, let's say in the past, there have been conversations between us of, Hey, that collection really started strong. Right. And then it fizzled. It fizzled. And uh, how can we get better at it? Right. So I was proud of myself yes. that like I stayed active on stories, explaining stuff to people, answering questions, yep. being helpful. I sent every email that I needed to. I I showed up. And then you did and another, a whole other bonus try on story. Right. Which I wanted to do more of, but yeah. I didn't have enough laundry done. So. Yeah. So. I, I guess backtrack. I need to do laundry before <laughs> a collection. But I do laundry. So right. backtrack. TJ, TJ, do laundry. laundry. Yeah. So, Um, but that was a big part of the week. Just finishing that off. That that finished. And then the foundation launched on Tuesday. So that was exciting. Got to do that. 
Um, we did some yard stuff. Yeah, after I, always after a collection, it feels like we need we like a moment a to like bit. blink our eyes and like not, not answer four hundred DMs. Yeah, <laughs> not feel like our eyes are going to bleed from looking at our phones. Yeah, at least that's how I feel. Yeah, and so it's like almost like a exhale. And I have some work to do after the collection to like get it ordered and things like that. Yeah. But it definitely did feel like a, okay, let's stay away from our phones a little bit more and kind of just do other things this week. And mm-hmm. so cleaned out the garage. Yep. Um, we I have planted, s- I replanted things in the garden that had froze from a frost yeah. that was unexpected. Unexpected frost. That'll get you. That'll get those tomato plants. Quick tip. Uh, plants don't like frost. Right. So that's just a really nice quick tip for you. Yeah. Hold on. I got a cough. So me stall for time. Cool. <laughs> Tomato plants. No, I did. I did replant those, which was no big deal. It literally cost $7 to replace them. So but we I just, happily did that. You know, we, we always talk about trying to implement a seven day rhythm. Yep. And, uh, I think one thing that we really worked on this week was like sticking to that. And, and even at the end of this week, it was like, what didn't you like about it? What do you want to add? And there wasn't like the list is getting smaller of what we don't of like, what we didn't like, what do you want to change? And what we want to change. And so that yeah, felt really it's good. Cool to just see that progress happen over yeah. time. Um, you know, I think both of us want to uh, add to some sort of phys- more physical activities from an exercise standpoint. Um, and I did that this week, but not as much as I'd like, but mm-hmm. you know. You did it though. I did it. Yeah. Um, and then we also feel sort of like a need to add some more intentional time with June. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, you know, I feel like her and Sunny are kind of getting lumped in together a lot. Yeah. And we've just been feeling like June has like just been extra lately. Like she's yeah. just been so emotional. Yeah. And uh, so we're, instead of just trying to be like, stop being emotional, we're trying to, <laughs> you know, counteract yeah, be that. Proactive. And be proactive. And, and a friend of mine who's a doctor, Dr. Josh, wrote the How Am I Feeling book yeah, for kids. Book. He talks about how like giving your kids, what did he call it? Command free. Command free play. Where you play with them. You play with them, but they totally are in charge. So right. they tell you to act like a monkey, you're a monkey. If they tell you to be a robot, you're a robot. If they tell you to, you know, chase them, you chase them, et cetera. Right. Or if they're, be, like for June, it's she's very imaginative. And so she plays with her toys. And I, I try really hard not to say, why don't you build it that way? Or yeah. stick it on this, it'll stay better. Yeah. Or do you want me to tie your ballet shoes? What, like, I just, I literally just try to shut up and, and like not... And so he, Dr. Josh had told me that that's like super good for your kid's brain. And he had like yeah. explained it in sort of a scientific way. Um, but he's like, and if you ever have Hashtag a, brain science, brain science. Yep. And if you ever have a kid that is really struggling or just like more emotional or maybe, yeah. you know, because you couldn't necessarily play command free with all your kids every single day or whatever, he's like, give it to the one who needs it the most. And yeah. not that Jean, June has been like disobedient or anything. It's just like, no. we can just tell that she's just a little extra emotional. And so I think we're going to try to, that was the one thing that we added to the rhythm this week that was like, let's just give her a little bit more one-on-one time. And a lot of it is because my one-on-one time with June is normally out of the house. Yeah. We go somewhere, we go do something and that obviously has been eliminated for months. Still gone. Yeah. Because we live in Pennsylvania, which is one of the worst (laughs) strong feelings. Um, I feel like you're giving me a look like no, you didn't want to go there. No, oh, okay. no, that's fine. Okay, good. I, well, I, Pennsylvania is not terrible from a, no. from a quarantine perspective. It's been, yes. it's been the S word, Yeah, but <laughs> I hope they're along for this or they're going to think I'm talking about the other S word. Yeah. 
I meant the first husband yeah. from the beginning of this. You're looking at me like I'm swearing and I'm not. Oh, my word. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. wow. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so that was the week. It was a good one. And uh, we're excited for this next one. Yeah. But before we get there, we want to talk today about generosity, which yeah. kind of came up today, uh, this week. Um, yeah, I guess we actually did we, have a we, couple we, conversations about it. And we did something super generous. That's what I guess, you know, that kind of sparked it, but it was sort of like, and again, like this, this is conversation is going to be about generosity and we're going to use ourselves in as as an example. Normally we don't talk about this stuff. We don't say, Hey, look how generous this thing that we do. And we're not going to use any numbers or give any scenarios. But I think that there might be, when you hear someone talk about this, sometimes it can, I don't know. Sometimes people can take it weird. Like, why are you talking about being so generous all the time? Like, right. And and our like all things that Brooke and I do, we try to do it as a way to inspire and yeah. encourage you to sort of maybe step out in faith. And 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 you can't step out in, like it's easier to step out in faith when you see someone who has some examples. Oh, for sure. Um, but we're gonna try to do it in a way that's not like self serving. No, but right. Some right. people sometimes take stuff that way. That's just kind of just yeah, my well, disclaimer. Three stars. <laughs> oh, not not one. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Cool. I mean, I'll explain myself if I have to, but <laughs> I don't want to log in and do that. Um, so first I thought we, our first step stop on the generosity train would be sort of a brief history, I guess. (laughs) Let's go with the train mode. Okay. Let's just, I like it all aboard, all aboard. Let me conduct it to the right place. (laughs) Um, my cousin actually is a conductor. No way. Yeah. Ryan in Nebraska. Isn't that crazy? Is that the only way to get around in Nebraska? (laughs) No, that's what he does. It's crazy. He just like drives trains all over the place. Right. Or, or do you drive? Well, them? He doesn't really drive them. They kind of drive themselves. He, con- oh, he conducts them. Conducts them? I don't know. Like an orchestra. Yeah. They're, so you're just the guide, I guess. I but think yet, the, the tracks, tracks guy. guide. <laughs> I don't know. I'll ask him. What does he do? Does he wow? Put this, does he put the hot coals in the oven? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a mystery. <laughs> Oh, Go ahead. We have the, stop we, any the... train conductor listening right now is giving us one star. And yes. It's probably going to put us on a message board. Do you think we have a large train conductor <laughs> there my, I hope so. <laughs> that changes everything. That changes everything. Um, so <clears throat> first we thought we'd talk about kind of the, the history, uh, like <clears throat> our sort of history and uh, family history, et cetera, of yeah. giving, um, which is a little bit different. Um, I grew up... Uh, in a family that has always been very open and f- upfront about talking about money, yeah, um, to the point where when Brooke kind of happened in on a conversation where people were talking about money in my family, you were like kind of shocked, yeah, you were just like, Whoa, like it, it's never been a weird thing for us, and and not that it's a weird thing for your family, but right, right, some people just don't it's just talk not talked about, about it. often, yeah, and we often talk about it. Openly. I don't know why. But it's yeah. just the way we, we, we were raised and the way we've been. Um, and I was also raised in a missionary household. So my yeah. dad's been a missionary for basically his whole life, my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so we lived by support. Yeah. Like, you know, that's how we paid our bills was people would support my dad and he would do mission trips and he would do school programs at some schools in Southern California. Yeah. And so my parents have always been very... 
open and upfront with us with how the Lord has provided for us because right. they're, I mean, and the, they've told stories to us over the years of like, we didn't know what we were going to do. We didn't know how we were going to pay our bills. And all of a sudden a check would show up for the exact, amount. for the exact amount Stuff that we like needed, that. Yeah. you know, crazy, just Holy spirit things working their way through Mailman. to my parents. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, train conductors driving yeah. that check across the country, but also in, in the same, as they would tell those stories, those stories would always be, sort of lumped in with, we've never stopped giving. Coupled with, yeah. We've never stopped giving to the church, giving to those in need, financially giving. Yeah. Um, and they even tell this one story where, and I, I don't remember all the details, but they had enough money to, I think it was either pay rent or give away their 10%. I think it was 10%. Right, right. And they decided we're just going to give and trust that somehow this, and they they said they got a refund check oh, from an insurance right. company that they had never even heard of right? for the exact amount to kind of, so yeah. they had paid, they'd given their money away, right? stepped out in faith. And then this sort of like random non-existent insurance <laughs> refund company yeah. sent them a check for that amount. Right. <laughs> so stories like that have been very much a fabric of my right. childhood. Right. Um, we lived in Germany for a while overseas as missionaries um, I have raised support to go on many a missions trip. Um, and because of that, generosity has always been sort of, I don't know if it's been second nature, but it's been easier for me. Um, yeah. yeah. Just because I've seen it from since I was a kid. Yeah. Um, and it's changed for me over time, but I, I think it's always good to sort of like give that little kind of brief history because generosity is kind of an interesting topic because some people really struggle with it. Yeah. For some people, it's hard to give things away. Yeah. You know, it's hard to give anything away. It it gets, and for some people, they get caught up in the rules of it. Like it mm-hmm. has to, you have to give a certain way or a certain amount or, or things yeah. like that. Yeah. And I think there's some truth to that, but I also think the Lord shows us stories like the, the woman with the two coins. Right. You know, like he highlights her, not because of the amount that she gave, but because of the the, 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 heart. Po- the heart posture in which she gave. Yeah. And I think that's something important to think about. But that's sort of my history of giving and generosity. It's super brief. I could go on and on. <laughs> but I will also, I'll sort of say this as well. My family has was not wealthy. No. Um, and we were unaware of that. Right. Um, you know, I've told as this, kids. As kids. I've told yeah. the story about the can of peaches, how <laughs> peaches were a delicacy in our household. Canned uh, peaches. Canned peaches. Yep. Were, were a dessert in our house. My mom would take out the can, open it up the with big the can one, opener. The big, like, family yep. size. Probably, you know, $2.39. Or something. Right now. If that. Yeah. yeah. Then. Back then, probably even cheaper. And she would, you know... <laughs> lump out peaches on into bowls separately. And it was like a big deal. Yeah. Um, and so my mom always had this really good way of sort of like celebrating where we were without yeah. making it like a woe is me type mentality. Yeah. And I think that was another way that she was able to fuel her generosity that like, yeah. it doesn't matter how much we have, we're going to make the most of it and we're going to do the most with it and let the Lord, you know, we're going to take our fish and our loaves right. and give them to Jesus. And if he multiplies mm-hmm. them, then he's going to multiply them. Yeah. And I think I saw that firsthand a lot growing up. Yeah. And my parents also called it out in like, show, they said, Hey, this well, is what's th- happening. And this the, is what we're doing. Right. I would say that's the main difference. I mean, I know my parents tithed. I know yeah. that we grew up doing that and had compassion kids and stuff, but I wouldn't say it was part of the, conversation or fabric like 
I knew it was happening, but I wasn't necessarily involved. Right. And so it was like, I'm not involved. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. That was it. Mm-hmm. So when I was so openly discussed and talked about and numbers were thrown around and scenarios yeah. were thrown around and stories were told, yeah. I was like, oh, so we talk about this here. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool, cool. Give me about five years to catch up and I'll, <laughs> I will be ready for you. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so that was like kind of our... Are, and then one of the most impactful moments in my life when it com- when it comes to be generous, I, I would say there, there are two. Okay. Obviously, my upbringing had a big impact on me, but yeah. there are two really specific moments where I feel like the Holy Spirit kind of just spoke to me and, you know, morphed my heart into to being more generous. Mm-hmm. Um, one was, I think it's in, it's in one of Donald Miller's books, and I can't remember oh, which yeah, one. Yeah. I feel like it's Blue Like Jazz, but it might be his less known road trip one. The one with the yellow cover? May, no, that's that's his father one. Oh. There's one that he wrote even before Blue Like Jazz, oh, okay. which is like something about road trip. I don't know. I've read okay. them both. But he talks about this guy who had this jar that had this sign on it that said God's money. And mm-hmm. so this guy would take 10%. He's like, I don't go to church every week, but when I do, this is his. Right. And he would take 10% of his check, get it out in cash and put it in this jar. And I always had this like, <clears throat> I don't know, thought that tithe was something you did when you were older. Like Mm. it's when you have a real job or a regular job or a regular paycheck or just something futuristic, you know, sort of like, you'll get there. You'll get there eventually. And I'll know when I'm there. Right. And the way that Donald Miller tells the story in whichever book it is, it it was just like, that was, it was so matter of fact, like, no, this is God's money. It's in a jar. Right. And to me, I was like, Oh, well, I could do that. Right. I have jars. Yeah. I could, I could buy a jar. I have an empty can of peaches. <laughs> um, I could, I could maybe save up for years and years and buy a can of peaches. Right. Um, and so that was like the first, like I was in college when I read that book and I just felt like, okay, that I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I don't have any, none of my money goes to God. It's mm-hmm. all for me. Mm-hmm. And, and there was like some conviction there, but it was so tangible and easy to relate that I started doing it. And, yeah. I, and I did the cash method for years, even into our marriage. Yeah. We would deposit a check. And I would literally take out the cash right there, put it in an envelope, we'd put it in a safe. Right. Because there was something that was so tangible about that, that really made me understand that like this was, this was money that we were stepping out in faith to let go of. Yeah. We don't do that anymore because we, we just don't. Digital. Yeah. But well, and like, honestly, 10 years ago, tithing at church to do it online was not as <laughs> not easy as, as like, prevalent. Yeah. you know, it is now. I mean, now there's like literally systems yeah. for that. Um, so that was one moment. And then yeah. the other moment was I had made this weird challenge for myself, <laughs> which I'm now realizing was the is wing. So you even, it isn't it crazy though, to look back on yourself. Like yep. even now when I talk about dreading clarinet lessons, yeah. knowing who I am now yep. and my personality and my Enneagram type and all those things, I'm like, Oh, it all there it makes is. so much sense. So I gave myself this challenge. I lived in Philadelphia. I went to Temple University Deep for Temple, Temple U University. University. Okay, we'll stop. Uh, fight, 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 fight for the cherry and the white. For the cherry and the white. We fight, fight, fight. I don't know if I ever went to a single sporting event. At I've Temple, never been to anything from Temple. I just know, know that song. from you. Uh, and I sing it proudly. I guess I don't know. Do I, is my diploma anywhere in the house? <laughs> Who knows? You have a real one? Do yeah. I have a real one? I don't know. You went to community college. You don't have a real one. 
I oh, might burn. You burn. You burn. I actually <laughs> might. I have no idea. Um. Anyways, at Temple, I gave myself the challenge to give. It was probably when I was reading that book, just feeling yeah. like extra convicted about. I need what to do I ha- something. Yeah. I need to put this into action. Put this into action. So I said, I said to myself, if someone asks me for money or something, or something, and I have it, yeah, I will give all of what I have. So if so, if a homeless guy came up to me and said, "Hey, do you have any money?" and I open my wallet and there's forty dollars in there, I'm giving him forty dollars. Right. If there's a dollar twenty-five, I'm giving him a dollar twenty-five. Right. That was the challenge That's I gave a, to that myself. That is a big challenge in Philadelphia. Yes, and so quite. Regularly, I ended up emptying my wallet. It was never much. I was a college student, so right. it wasn't like I had a lot of cash on me, but right. I would do it. And I remember I had bought this really nice laptop bag. Mm. And I was like a messenger style. Yeah. And I was like super pumped up about it. And I'd like, I, <laughs> I was so proud of it, really. Yeah. And uh, I, I, because you used to ride your bike around Philly. Yeah. I just used to be this dirty wannabe bike messenger. <laughs> And uh, there was this event that we would do every weekend where we'd feed the homeless in this park. And I remember I, I'd rode there with my backpack on. Yep. And I almost don't know if I had my laptop. I didn't have my laptop in it. I was just holding stuff. Yeah. And as a guy went through the line, it was on my back. He goes, that's a really nice backpack. Mm. And I remember feeling like, okay, he didn't ask for it, but he noted it. And yeah. that's never happened here before. And right. that's never... And so... I emptied it out of what it had and I just gotten it. Maybe it, it must have been days? two or three days old. Wow. And I gave it to him and that was it. Yeah. And I had saved money to buy that thing. Yeah. It was not a cheap backpack. Yeah. But I just remember feeling like, how tightly do I hold on to stuff? And, mm-hmm. you know, as a, as a sort of young college student who sort of is like, romanticizing all the things they do. It was like, (laughs) it was like a real moment of seeing the Holy spirit actually actionable in my life. And and so those two moments I think have been kind of pivotal in what I've brought into my future as an adult. They both happened in college. Um, and, and now they, they sort of built, they sort of have, they, they sort of laid the foundation for what generosity looks like now in our lives. Cause I can go back and look at that backpack, which <clears throat> was maybe 60 bucks. Right. You know, maybe, but right. I, I remember thinking, man, this is a lot for a backpack. Yeah. <laughs> and think, you know, from that, from, from that point until now, well, I've had bags that have carried laptops. I've had nice bags that carry mm-hmm. laptops. I've had new laptops. I've, you know, yeah. I have nice computers. We have nice cameras. Like, yeah. Not to say that because I gave that backpack, the Lord has given us those nice things. Oh, right. But it's like, it just, it shows how faithful he is mm-hmm. in in where your heart is. And and I think that was a big heart moment for me to put the love that I feel Jesus gives me into action. Yeah. And, uh, and so those two points lay the foundation yeah. of sort of where we are and what we're going to talk about yeah. right now in this episode. Yeah. And so for me, I feel like I it was easier for me to understand or put into action or practice giving my time and talents versus actual money. Yeah. Like that is where I got held up. That Mm -hmm. is where I was like, Nope, I'm just, I can't do that, but I'll give you my time. I can't do that, but I'll do this, you know, for free. But the difference between doing something for free and actually giving away cash money. And so that is something that I've had to come to just to practice and to get a lot better at yeah. and to understand all of that. Yeah. And we <laughs> often talk about flexing 
our joy muscles, you know, <clears throat> and there is something to flexing your generosity muscle and yeah. flexing your giving muscle. And that's a muscle that Brooke has learned, has had to learn how to flex more right. than she was probably comfortable with yeah. where I, my issue with giving sometimes becomes, it, it becomes self-indulgent. Like right. I want to make it about what I'm doing. Right. Um, and that's why I think that backpack moment was so profound because this homeless man was never going to talk about it. No one saw him make that comment. Right. And when I gave it to him, he was kind of on his way out. Yeah. I remember catching up to him and being like, Hey, you know, you said you like this, so I want you to have it. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and hmm. so, but there are times where like, and that's where that verse was like, when you give, give in secret mm. has always, we talk about that verse. A lot. We talk about that verse a lot because we'll often get messages of like, where does walk and love money go? And, and, and especially like in the era of like Tom shoes, when that was big and like, there was just some bigger things like that going on. People like often felt like you had to justify spending money with any company, a Christian, a Christian company. And and we never wanted to make our business about how good we were at giving. Yeah. And so we would often quote that verse back and say, you know, we do do financially give, but we don't make it a big deal. One, because it can so quickly just only become about that. Yeah. And two, we want you to buy a product because you like a product, not because of what the product then gives to. Right. And so that's kind of, those were the kind of the two things that we sort of landed on. Um, what was I saying? (laughs) Well, you were talking about the, wait, what were you you talking about? (laughs) I I looked over to read the notes. Oh my word, you guys. Hold on. Hold on. We'll get there. Backtrack. Backtrack. You were mentioning how it was easier to give your time. Yes. And like energy. I would justify. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't need to give yep. money. And you I'm going to keep all of there that. We go. There we go. We're back. I'm going to keep all that money because I'll just show up. But yeah. eventually you run out of time and yeah. you run out of talents and, and it becomes exhausting. And I do think that there is an element of faith that requires more than time and yes. more than talents. Yes. And it requires where, you know, to know that like, hey, the, you know, the rich man has a hard time getting into heaven because he you know, that, that matters to him and he holds yeah. on to that tightly. Yeah. And, uh, we try not to hold on to our money tightly. Yeah. Not that we're not smart with it. Not that we don't make intelligent moves, not right. that we don't have a budget, but we want, we do not want our money to stop what the Holy Spirit is telling us to do. Yeah. You know, if, if the Holy Spirit says, Hey, if we're feeling like, Hey, this person needs a thousand dollars and we have 1200 in our bank account, right? we want to live with such radical faith that, that we don't see that balance as like, Oh, well, we can't do that. We can do one twenty, but we can't Mm -hmm. do a thousand. You know, we want to live with an active faith that believes that God is, has something better Yeah, and not even financially, not even like it's a ledger, like, Oh, we gave a thousand. You better give us two. Like, (laughs) but just that, like he has something better for us and our hearts and our souls when we step out in faith, that's hard to do. Right. And I think one of the hardest ways to step out in faith is, Financially. Yeah. And I'm, I'm definitely not saying that you can't be generous no. with your time and your talents. There's no. absolutely a place for that. But when I first was becoming comfortable with this idea and becoming generous, it was my justification. Yeah. That was the hang up. Not yeah. that I was being generous with those. That was fine. But it was but like, it was in the name I'm giving of, my time so I don't have to get my money. Right. So I'm not going to talk about yeah. that or think about that. Yeah. And that's very different. But mm-hmm. you saying we try not to t- hold it tightly comes back to that phrase of I don't take it lightly but I don't hold it tightly. Yeah. And that's so true. We don't take the the money we make or the, the stuff we give or any of that stuff like it's not flippant. We don't it's not this like oh whatever. Yeah. But yet I'm not so white knuckle gripped on it 
that I can't let it go. Let it go. You know. Yeah. And and that even comes and that to to, to us has been sort of a lifestyle of trying to live with less. If we yeah. live with less, if we buy less, or if we buy the right thing the first time, the first time <laughs> we will have we will be in a better position to give more. Yeah. Um, and that's just kind of how we live. And so one thing that we thought we would do, um, actually I have one more quick note before we get into this next part is Brooke actually really helped me balance, oh, the balance yeah. my giving because there, you know, as a seven and I think twos might fall into this sort of trap is like giving can be so much about us. Right. Like it is the thing that I can be gluttonous over. Let me just give, give and give because I love the way that makes me feel. Yeah. Um, and twos can kind of give themselves into a situation. Like I'm going to give so I can be involved. Right. There's and a little can, bit of an alternative. And that can motive. be sort of self-serving. And so yeah. Brooke really, you know, her perspective and her, the way she grew up kind of helped help me balance sort of why I give. Like, yeah. let's actually see the value in this. And that coupled with the actual taking out the cash, yeah. let me see the value in this and let me know what I'm giving and understand it more rather than just giving for the feeling that it gives me after yes. I'm done. Yes. Um, and that has made me be able to be generous with more purpose rather yeah. than just sort of let it be flippant. Yeah. Um, because, I can actually understand it. And so that balance has been really helpful to me yeah. and has made a, me understand the weight of some of the stuff that, 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 that we can be generous with and how yeah. we can be generous. Um, and so one thing we thought we'd talk about was like literally how we do it. I know my favorite question. <laughs> this is all a great yeah. idea. What does that look like? <laughs> and we also posted an Instagram story asking for questions. And so mm. we're going to probably answer some of those questions as we talk about how. Okay. But then we'll actually literally go to Instagram and Read flip through them, them and kind okay. of go through them. And so the first thing that we do is, you know, we believe that you should tithe 10%. Yeah. Yeah. 10% of the money you make should go to the Lord. Mm-hmm. I think scripturally that's pretty backed up. Yeah. Don't want to go into the weeds on it, but that's kind of where we started. And we hope to get it. We have gone. We start at, we start at ten, and I think, I think that should be the goal. Yeah. You know, if, if Jesus really has changed our lives and we are stepping out in faith in Him, we shouldn't be like, oh, once I get to ten percent, then I'm there, then I've arrived, because this yeah. is a lifelong journey for our soul, not for our belongings, and yeah. so we should try to start at ten percent and grow it from there. And I think it's uh, Rick Warren who wrote the purpose-driven life. Mm. I think he, I think he gives like 98% of what he makes I'm not or sure. something like that. It's something crazy. It's some crazy yeah. amount. And you're just someone like, does that for man. sure, man. Yeah. And that's not because he makes a lot of money, right? You know, cause that, that's the first place I'll start is if you can give when you make a little, mm. you, can you can give when, when you, you make a lot. lot, but you have to practice that giving. And oh, we've yeah. been practicing. I've been practicing since college and we've been practicing as since we've been married. Yeah. And part of that was the cash way. We would take out 10 per- So because we work for ourselves, yeah. we don't get a paycheck and it's like, oh, well, you know, we make $1,000 a week. Here's a right. hundred bucks. Like right. it, it's not that easy for us. And so we would get paid for weddings and we, we, get, we get paid in lump sums. Yeah. Lump sums. So we'd shoot a wedding. Brooks wedding packages were somewhere between $3,000, usually right around there, three and up depending on the coverage. So we get a, a 30% deposit. Right. And then we get the rest couple weeks before the wedding. And right. so every time I would get one of those checks, I would go to the bank and I would say, Hey, here, here's, I'm depositing this check for three, let's say it's $3,000. I need $300 back in cash. Yeah. I would take that $300 and I would put it in an envelope, put it in the safe. Yeah. <clears throat> now here's where it's interesting is that while the photo business was making money, yeah, the walk and love business was not, No, it was losing money, but I was never saying, okay, well, Walk in love, lost this much money, 
So let me take it out of this check that we're giving. Yeah, you weren't like shuffling it around. Is that what you mean? Yeah. I, I think my philosophy is when money goes in my account, that's a, that's that's that that we've made that. Yeah. So 10% is coming out of that. Right. I don't care how it goes in the account. If it's a refund, <laughs> if it's a paycheck, if it's because we, we returned something, right. I'm taking 10% out of that. And there will be people that will say, well, is it the net or is it the gross or whatever? And like, you know... My my dad always kind of proposed the question, well, what do you want God to bless, the net or the gross? And mm-hmm. I'm like, that'll preach. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that so we give we give ten we start at ten percent and we've grown it from there. And yeah. it kind of comes and goes depending on the season that we're in and, and sort of the needs that we have. Um, one thing that we don't include in that is our compassion kids. So our compassion kids are they An just extra happen. Bonus, they just, they just happen. Other. Yeah. I don't think, okay, well, here's this check. I need to take 10% out, but we paid our compassion. What's 10% minus this compassion right, thing? Like, right. I don't do that. I just like the, we do a compassion kit for each member of our family. So we have four of them yeah. and those are just part of our budget and yeah. we've just made it that way. Um, because I think you can get caught in sort of like the arithmetic of it all. Like, well, right. this is this and that is that. And Which like, I, I don't believe that is the purpose or right. the heart posture yeah. behind it. Some people within a, a really strict budget might have to do that. And, and I understand that's understandable. that, yes. you know, but if you're doing it to try to save on what you give, I don't know if that's necessarily mm-hmm. the, the the best place to be. Yeah. But if it's a, just like a literal dollars and cents thing, like you need to know because you have you a very to finite <laughs> amount. That that is it. Yeah. Um. And uh, so then we do that. And I've heard I heard a really great sermon one time that's like the tithe is ten percent, but he always talks about tithes and offerings, mm. and the offering is above that. Right. And and that impacted me and. And I have sort of like mixed views on should the tithe mm-hmm. always go to the church, to the literally, church, like literally the to the church that you go to, right? Or can it go to the church the as church. in the body of Christ? Right. I think both and. Right. I don't necessarily think oh, you got to give your ten percent. Yeah. It's got to go to the church that you go to. Right. And if you have extra, it can go to the missionary that you want to support. Right. Sometimes we put our tithe, our offerings all to the church. And sometimes we the give building. them the, bu- not the building, but, but the, you know what I, the, the I'm church, trying to the local church. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. The online giving portal for the local church. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes we'll write a check to someone who we, who knows who we know needs it, who we know needs it. Yeah. And I think you can, you know, and one time I was like, it has to go to the church. Like I've lived through seasons of like, it always has to go to the church. Can't go to anyone else. We can only give the offering part to someone else. Right. And then I called I had a recent conversation with my dad where I was like, can I, what, what do you, what do you think? And he's like, you know, I've kind of lived in the way that like, as long as it's going to the church body, yeah, I think you're okay. Yeah. And, and again, I don't want to get caught up in sort of like the legalism of it. Right. I want to be the woman with the two coins. Yeah. And I want to just give abundantly from my heart. And have that be like a heart posture for me. And so we kind of go back and forth. Well, yeah. well, like during this quarantine time, which is kind of what got this conversation started, we had friends that needed it, needed it. You know, they we just, we just knew they needed it. They, yeah. They, they weren't like talking about no, it. No, but, but we knew the the business that they owned yeah. and, and the industry that they were in. And I still, thought, yep, they're going to need that. Yeah. And so that's kind of what kind of started the, the, they're part of the body of Christ. Yeah. And so we just Venmoed it to him yeah. super easily, barely an inconvenience. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Five stars. Five stars. And uh, it was, you know, and that's kind of what launched this, this conversation. Yeah. Um, and so then I text uh, a friend of mine and I said, 
because I love his perspective. I was like, hey, we're going to talk about generosity. Yeah. What's Do you your, have any thoughts? What is, and so he sent me a five-minute voice memo, <laughs> which I was like, this is awesome. And he basically said that him and his wife have a account. They call it, what, what do you call it? I don't know if you had a name for it. It was just like, it's literally a separate bank account. It's a separate bank account. So they take, he's like, we take 10 to 15%. We put it in that account. And out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, Meaning out of mind. It's no longer our money to spend right. for our family. It's God's money. And I think that's sort of the same perspective it's of the, the envelope. Jar. It's the jar. This is yeah. God's money. I can't touch it. No matter right. how bad things get, that's going to the church or that's going to someone else. Yeah. That's, that's God's. Right. Um, and and just that very act, whether you make $100 a month or $10,000 a month, yeah. that is an act of faith to say, this doesn't belong to me. I'm living for something greater than myself. Here it is. It's set aside. Yeah. You know, I can live off of 90 because God will take this 10 and he will multiply it for his needs and his purpose and his glory. Yeah. And as you start to practice that with a hundred bucks, you can, you know, a million sermons have been given on this. Yeah. Like here's, you know, here's it with twenties, here's it with tens, here's <laughs> it with hundreds. And we've all sat through them a hundred times, um, which $10 is 10% of a hundred. Right. <laughs> Math. Which we've learned in those sermons. Yes. Um, and so what they do is they have a bank account and they just... Which they, I love this. They just I load wanna, it up. I want you to set one up. I'm so excited. And he, what, what was the phrasing that he was using? He was like, so we we give... Oh man, I can't... I'm totally butchering. That's okay. I might get there as you... I'm he was not like, exactly we sure give out of... We give in need... No, that wasn't it. But basically they have this account and whenever sort of a need arises, yeah. they'll just say... Oh well, let's go to that account and let's what's in there. What's in there, and let's throw some throw some money that way. And yeah. it's like they can give out of abundance. They can give with a joyful heart because they it's already, it's already been set, set aside. aside. It's been out of sight, out of mind. And he told this really cool story of uh, of a couple who they were talking about adoption. They're like, "Here's the GoFundMe, and you know, and we're going to do a GoFundMe. What do you think about that?" And he's trying to ask for all this advice. And our friends were like, "Well, how much?" They were like, "How much do we have in that account?" And they're right. like. Oh, that's enough. Right. That's what they want to raise in the GoFundMe. So they just wrote the check. Yeah. And to me, that just like fires me up. Yeah. But you can't do that if you aren't. If it's not there, if you're not intentional, if it's not set aside from the start, how are you to know? Yeah. Because you'll look at your numbers in your regular account and you'll go, I don't know, maybe we could give this or maybe we could do that. Or didn't you just give to that person? Or you start to do this bouncing around math meets yeah. justification. And it's like, no, if it's separate, if it's a side, yeah. if it's in your jar, if it's in an envelope, yeah. if it's in an account. And that's the way then you can give them that so freely. Yeah. Yeah. And when we, when we start to get real serious about getting out of debt or doing something, we, we go to the system that's it's set aside, it's in the jar, it's in the envelope, it's whatever. Right. And then when it's like comes to what we give away, we're like, well, you know, I'm just kind of waiting for the right time. <laughs> like we, we start coming, we, you know, it's the same excuse that we give to our budget before we actually have the budget. Right. We give to giving before we actually start to give. Yeah. When in reality, what we need to do is step out in faith to actually walk through those doors of giving. Yeah. And I think what that ends up producing is sort of this lifestyle of generosity. And so yeah. then you can be generous with your actual money, yep. your time, your talents, your thoughts, your prayers, yeah. your anything. And it's, it's from a practiced and strong, those muscles are strong and yeah. you are looking forward to doing it again and again and again. And it's way less self-serving. Yeah. And the position of your heart is, is yeah. pure and, and loving yeah. rather than like legalistic and like, yeah. let me, let me check the numbers in the accounts. Right. Um, and so that's kind of where that's kind of our story in terms yeah. of like generosity and giving. Um, I mean, we're still practicing it. Yeah. We're still figuring out like, I mean, I love this idea of a separate account. I think I would be way more sensitive to 
smaller needs to not like the big ask of like, I need this for this trip or yeah. I need this or I'm doing raising money for that. But the like, you know what? I think that that person has definitely been overwhelmed or stressed out right. or could benefit from this or could use that yeah. or flowers showing up or something like that. Like those smaller things. If I knew that money was set aside, right. which, which we do set it aside, but it's not on an account yet. Right. Like we, that we, would, I would, we kind of get money in and we pay it out right away. Yeah. And, and, and to, to me that, that, that's just kind of the practice that we've had. Yeah. And so yeah. to have some place where it's set aside where it could kind of grow and maybe meet a bigger need yeah. is kind of a that's cool, exciting. exciting thing. Or like if the church is like, Hey, we're, you know, we're really struggling here or, or yeah. the church, you know, we want to do this or whatever. Like, and I'm not saying just, just needs for individuals, but I'm also not saying just needs for the church right. as, as a, you know, online portal giving place. <laughs> I don't know the names of any and of the And that's platforms. like a super interesting conversation because, you know, when I asked my dad about it and I was like, do you think I should give to the church, like the church we go to or like the, the church in quotes in, right. as the body? And he said, well, it depends who you ask. If you ask a pastor, they're going to say the church that you go to. And I was like, yeah. that is pretty fascinating to me. Yeah. You know, but if you, you know, but I, you know, he was like but the body of Christ, I think is the church. And yeah. so that's just right. an interesting place in conversation to live. And, yeah. and I think, and, and like Brooke always says, I think it's both and I yeah. think it can be both and, yeah. um, you know, so, so that was, yeah, I never, I rarely feel like that the, I always, I often feel like the point is missed on, on a lot of topics when we, not that I want to live in a gray area. I don't want a lack of clarity. Right. I just don't feel like it has to be one or the other and like so extreme and exclusive. I just think giving or anything we do should be really integrated into what we're listening to and what we're paying attention to and what mm -hmm. we feel like we're being told. Yeah. What people are literally telling us, not just the Holy Spirit, yeah. but like your neighbor who is crying over X, Y, Z, like, oh, okay, I can meet that need. Yeah. And your idea, you, when we, when we were listening to our friend's voice memo on sort of like this account, you were like, man, if we had an account for generosity that could be linked to a debit card, I could be at Target and someone could pop into my head. And I could buy. And I could be like, I think yeah, the Lord is, you know, and, and we. I, that's what I was trying to say. I could be more sensitive to those smaller. Yeah, nudges. And I could meet the need very quickly versus like, that's a good idea. I should do something right. for them. Someday. And then as a nine, forget almost yep. immediately as Instantly. you walk down the next aisle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so rude. And I'm, and. and I've been trying, as we sort of talk about that, that sort of nudging that we feel from the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. I've been trying to live generously with those nudgings. Like, so I've been having people pop into my head, random people that I yeah. haven't thought about in a long time. Yeah. And so my way to sort of like lean into that general, that, that spirit, generous spirit. spirit is to text them, Yeah. you know? And so, so like, there you're being generous with your time yeah. and your thoughts. Yeah. And, and I think we all have the ability to do that. Yeah. You know, we all can't be the, you know, here's a, hundred thousand dollars or whatever. Like <laughs> that's not in the cards for a you lot get a of us. Card. You yeah. get a card. But we all can be generous with, with the time and energy we're giving to people either in prayer or literally just giving to them unabated, yeah. unwanted for anything in return. Right. Um, and I think the Holy spirit tries to nudge us that way a lot. Like, Hey, this person's popping into your head all morning. You should probably text them. Yeah. You should probably see how they're doing or, yeah. uh, you know, because that might lead then to maybe a financial way yeah, that you can yeah. intercede or whatever. Yeah. Um, but we do have a bunch of questions and, uh, I thought we could just kind of go through them quickly. Okay. Um, 
and give maybe one or two word answers, you know, depending on the question. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so here, here's one. <laughs> and this one, I, I, I kind of don't understand. How can you be generous without giving up your time or money? And, and I would say you can't. Right. I mean, generosity requires something of you. Yeah. It's a sacrifice. And it, it's either going to be time because right. you're giving up <laughs> or it's going to be money. Yeah. I, I don't see you. Is the assumption that they're going, I have no time, I have no money. Right. Because that's a whole other thing yeah, you need we, to work through yeah, probably. Yeah, we could probably talk about that more in depth. Yeah. Um, how do you teach your kids about generosity? I think my parents gave a I really- I think you integrate Yeah, them. you integrate them. You, you the make them a part start. of it. Um you know, I think Sunny right now is obviously not going to grasp it. I think June is just on the cusp as a five-year-old to start to understand that people... But it have, is a form of sharing. And isn't yeah. that like the number one yeah. thing where all parents are like trying <laughs> share, to get their share, kids to share. understand? <laughs> we share. We share our yeah. toys. We share our this. We share our house. We share. People are coming over. You're going to need to be prepared to share your stuff. Yeah. And like that, then we grow up and it's like we just stopped doing yeah. that. And I think <laughs> my parents always did a really good job of making us... They didn't make us aware of the amount... Correct. But they made us made us aware of the action and yes. the sort of like living in faith and stepping out and and, and showing us that they, that they gave. Yeah, um, that's good. Uh, let me see here. How do you balance generosity generosity but saving? A lot of questions about that. I'm on a budget. It's a tight budget. Yeah. How do I give? You know, and I think the I think the the ten percent is a great place to start. Yeah. You know, can you live with ten percent less? That is, that is a question. Could mm-hmm. you buy cheaper groceries? Could you not get extra coffee? Could right. you, you know, could you cut your spending by 10% and still survive? Na- right. Most likely the answer is yes. And if you truly genuinely couldn't right now, then, then you know, you're working towards it. Don't just go, well, guess it's never for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Start with 1%. Right. Work towards, work towards right. the start of 10% and right. then see what the Lord does. And I think what you'll see is you'll see him show up in ways that you never, ever thought possible. And it yeah. will build your foundation of faith to then step out in greater faith in the future. But you can't give a lot if you don't give a little. Yeah. You can't grip it too tightly. Yeah. You, you know, but don't take it lightly. Yeah. A lot of questions about that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> You know, how do you approach generosity while trying to pay off debt? Uh, again, I would say 10%. You know, will it take you longer to pay off your debt? Yeah, probably. But mm-hmm. that's not God's debt. Right. <laughs> that's how I kind of yeah. would look at it. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. And I would say, well, like we just said, like if you literally can't start with 10, start with something. Yeah. Don't just write it off in right. the name of like, well, someday I'll, someday I'll arrive yeah. at that adult life yep. of tithing. Yep. You know? But... And we kind of use tithing and giving yeah. sort of interchangeably here. But like, I, I would say if, if you can't pay off, if you can't set aside what's the Lord in faith for him now while money is tight or things are tight, it's unlikely that you will in the future when right, things... Because then you start to go, finally, uh, yeah. I have this money. I can do these things. Yep. And they're, and they're, it's not like you want to do bad things with it. Yeah. You want to buy new shoes for your kids. Yeah. You want to do something that feels so like, oh, I finally got here. Yes. But you're not going to go to a, if you haven't lifted weights your whole life, you're not going to lay on a bench press and be like, put them all on. I've got this. <laughs> like you're going to, it, will, crush it will literally crush your chest. Yeah. Um, and, and again, this, it's a muscle yeah, again, you know, yes. and so we'll just use that analogy over right. and over again that like, if you have, if you don't have a lot right now, give with what you have, give yeah. those two coins and let that be a practice in faith yeah. that 
you know, you can give when you have a lot. Yeah. And, and the story of the talents is, is so, so the parable of the talents, you know, mm. he gives all these guys, you know, 10, five, two, and one. The guy with 10 goes out and doubles them. The guy with five goes out and doubles them. The guy right. with two goes out and doubles them. The guy with one buried it and did nothing. Right. And I think that is a lesson in sort of how we, what we do with the Lord, with what the Lord gives us. Mm. And if he gives us a lot, we should be generous a lot. If he gives yeah. us a little, we should be generous a little, but we should still be generous. Yes. It, it's not, the, the, the lesson isn't once you get rich, then you can be generous. Or yeah. once you pay off debt, then you can be generous. The lesson is what has the Lord given you? You can be generous with it. Yeah. You can give those two coins. And when we flex that muscle, it it becomes part, it, it becomes not only part of what you do financially, like, oh, I, I got this paycheck, I'm going to give 10%. Right. It becomes part of your faith and yes. the posture of your heart that you are not only generous with money, but you are generous with time. Yeah. You are generous with affection. You are generous with patience. You are generous mm-hmm. with love. And that all stems out of taking a little bit of money yeah. and putting it in an envelope. Yeah. And that is crazy that the Lord can use something so seemingly small right. and somewhat insignificant right. to change the posture of your heart and soul to do something incredible and totally significant. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Money in the bank. Shorty, what you think? <laughs> That's good. Have you been waiting to pull that one no, off? No, I literally, um, literally just came to the top of my uh, head. Let me just see if there's any, any other yet. like more unique ones. A lot of tight on the budget. Um, a lot about how can you be generous with debt? Which like we've been living on a budget for years now. Yeah. yeah. But we, we still give. <clears throat> it's in our budget. <laughs> yeah. And we've had debt for years and we've given all while we've had debt. Yeah. You know. Uh, oh, we've had debt for years. Yeah. I thought you said debt free years. No. Yeah. We've had debt for years. We're getting close to a debt free year though. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. Um how do you remain humble while being generous with your with other people? I think if that's really a struggle for someone, you do the you give in secret. Yeah. You just say, All right, well then I'm taking that equation out. Yeah. I'm not even gonna do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna mention it, I'm not gonna talk about it. I mean I'm gonna Venmo on private. Yep. I'm gonna like I'm literally not going to talk yep. about it or share about it or tell anybody yep. because that's the whole issue yep. of that's where the humbleness comes yep. in. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um yeah, when you give in secret your father your father will reward what is in secret. Mm-hmm. Um how do you show generosity not associated with giving money or buying things? I think that's I think that again is a muscle that you flex, but yeah. I, oh, I, absolutely. You can. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I, I am of the belief that I think it starts. I think you got to put your well, money where your mouth yes, is. I, I think, think it most starts people there. Hold that, that, yeah. They hold that the tightest of all the things. If you had to give something away, your time, your talents or your cash, people would be like, sure, I'll show up and volunteer or sure. I'll do this, but don't mm. you dare take that cash money. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to look through these real quick. Uh, I think that that's most, that's it's mostly the vibes of them. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Well, if anything else really good comes up, we can talk about it on stories. Yeah. Oh, here's one. Any fun rhythms y'all have for incorporating your family and being generous givers? No, but I think that account yes. would be a good one. Yes. Like, and especially as our kids get older. Seriously to, though, to I know say, I keep using the silly target yeah. example, but I could actually say to June when we're there, does anybody come to your mind? Do you feel like, and I can right. prompt her yep. and let her yeah. decide. Mm-hmm. And then we were able to do something about it. And I think, 
I think there's going to be people who listen to this who think um, they don't really talk about giving. They, I think we're 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 definitely giving more examples for non church portal giving, <laughs> right? Um, but we think both and. Yeah, you know, it's just easier to come up with. I know. Unique Do you want to just keep naming different churches yeah. every time? <laughs> exactly. So, so that, so I want to yes. say that we do give to our local church. Yes. We are not saying that you shouldn't do that. Right. But we also believe that it can be both and the yeah. church as a body, not yeah. just as a place that you attend. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, any sort of final things to, to kind of add to this? Um, no, I think it's. I'm sweating. I got to take my sweatshirt. Okay, that's fine. I think it is like all things, something you have to practice and work towards, and check yourself on, and continue to just have conversations about. And you just you just have to do it. Yeah, like you just you do. just have to do it. You just have to do it. And if that's one percent or five percent or okay, I can only give five, but then I but then I am gonna donate my time, and or, yeah. or I'm gonna I can do the ten, but then I'm gonna I'm gonna do this or I'm going to pray for this person. I'm going to set aside my time to be generous with my prayers. Yep. Like it's, and it's then the challenger all, in integrated. me, the, the wing eight challenger in me says, start with 10, just do yeah. it. Just make it, don't make it about the, don't build up. Just, just start with what God says you should start with. Right. Set aside 10%. Yeah. You can live with less. Yeah. You can make it work. Yeah. Um, Will it be convenient? Well, God can make it work. God can make it work. Yeah. Will it can be convenient? No. But is faith supposed to be convenient for us? Like, is it supposed to be this like easy life that we all live? Because no. Right. You have to step out in it. Yeah. And that's the unknown. That's sort of the into the unknown. I know every time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do think that as you as you're generous with your money specifically you will develop a spirit of generosity. It will become a posture of your heart that people will take notice to. Mm. You know, um, I will say, not as like a weird flex, but... (laughs) Weird flex, bro. People often will ask Brooke and I, you know, how are you... Why are you guys so generous? Or they'll note our generosity. Mm -hmm. And that is uh, an opportunity for us to proclaim yeah. the love and the grace of God. If God can, can, can pour his grace upon me through all my brokenness and all my pain and all my shame and all my sin and still love me through all that, I can be generous. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I yeah. can, I can that's live. I can that's the least, literally the least I can do. Right. Um, but I want to cultivate that spirit of generosity in my soul so that it can proclaim his goodness to all that might take notice. Yeah. Do I try to point it out so they take notice? Absolutely not. Right. But if someone does, I want that glory to, even in that message we wrote that the friend we sent money to this week, mm-hmm. it said, this, this says it's a gift from Brooke and I, but it is not. It is a gift from the Lord. Right. You know, we really try to make that clear. Yeah. That, that we only give this because the Lord has allowed us to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, if you have any questions about it, you yeah. know, we'll try to answer them uh, again. This sometimes money is like a weird topic for people. Right. So hopefully there's no one star reviews coming our way because of it. <laughs> um, yeah. But I was like super encouraged when I text my friend because he, he gave us such a good idea. Like, oh, the voice of yeah, my friend. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. just like, man, that was so good. And that's I'm so such glad. A, that, for me, that's like a yes. That's yeah. exactly what this looks yeah. like. I know how to do something <laughs> and, so, and put it into you know, action. And if, and if you heard one or two things that you can walk away and be like, that's a good idea. I need to do God's money jar or whatever. Yeah. Like run with it. You know, yeah. you don't have to do everything that we do. You don't have to have a compassion kid for each person in your family. No, you don't have no. to do, the, you know, 
but if you, if you can find one or two things that are like, Oh, that's really good for us. Yeah. Um, then yeah, hopefully it'll help. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we're going to end with our two most popular segments, <laughs> strong feelings and Mount Rushmore. Okay. Strong feelings. Whoosh. My strong feelings are, <laughs> I don't even know how to get there. I have strong so feelings weird. about dairy products. My kids eating dairy products. I'm okay with that. They eat cheese. They drink milk, whatever. But the second it like spills on the floor or there's yogurt all down the front of their pajamas or something, I'm just like, oh. It, 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 it definitely it, causes a physical reaction in you. Milk smells so bad when it gets weird. And I guess what, I, what I'm what i reacting to is like... The future the of future, this spill. Right. The future of if we didn't clean it up and if we didn't wash it and if you didn't clean out your neck crease, then maybe <laughs> this would be bad. But of course I never let it get there. Right. But I react in a way that's like it's going to curdle instantly. Picture that scene in Mission Impossible when Tom Cruise drops from the ceiling. The dun, 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 okay. dun. That is Brooke when dairy touches our floor. She right. is there on the end well, of a wire disgusting. trying to, you know, right. solve that mission. Yeah. It is, it's I probably just, the I quickest feel, you move during the week. Right. Yeah, that's, that's possible. <laughs> like, ugh. You're also the same way with raw chicken. If raw chicken touches anything, you're like, you don't, raw chicken touch that. Don't touch that. That had raw chicken on it. You're so aware of it. I am aware of it. Did you have salmonella or? No, but I actually feel like that's less weird than the dairy thing. But those are your feelings. Yeah. And they're strong. Strong feelings. What are yours? <laughs> um, my feelings, my strong feelings have to do with my lovely wife, my lovely, beautiful, amazing wife, who, when she sits in the passenger seat of our car, <laughs> grabs the things that I've placed purposely in the cup holder for yep. convenience sake. Yep. Like maybe a pair of sunglasses or my keys because we have the, the push button so we don't actually right. put them in. Or, I don't know, hand sanitizer. And she says, I don't care about TJ. <laughs> Even I think though those he, are my exact Even though words. he loves me so deeply. Right. And authentically. Right. In the story that he's telling. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did, you, did you go blind because you had to roll your eyes yep, so far so back? so far back. Yep. Mm-hmm. When, when you take things from the cup holder and put them on your side of the door, like let's say we get drinks and you say, I have to put these drinks here, there's stuff in the cup holder. Let me take this stuff that TJ might need immediately and uh-huh. put it as far away from himself as he can. Yeah. So that when he's driving, he you has reach, to, when he's driving alone is what you're saying. Yes. I've, you don't like that. I put things in the passenger passenger side door. Cause then when you drive alone, you can't reach, I that. can't reach them. So my question to you is where else am I supposed to put it? I don't know. Just maybe no, in your lap see, or I don't hold know. them or put the sunglasses no, and the sunglasses you. thing at I'm the top. I'm busy serving our children Chick-fil-A nuggets <sighs> while turning around halfway. I can't hold your glasses, Guys, I'm babe. sorry you're listening to this huge fight we're having. <laughs> Those are my feelings, and they're strong. They are. And they were brought up this week because I couldn't find my keys for a few days. Who remembered where they were, You though? finally remembered where they were after a few that days. That is a big deal That's for me. That's a big deal. But they were in the driver door, a place that I never would think to look because why? You mean the passenger the, door. Yeah. The passenger door, yeah. Yeah. Well... I was just trying to clear, graciously clear the way <laughs> for the Starbucks drinks that you were being handed. Uh, so good. Anyways, <laughs> so those are my strong feelings. They're feelings. And they're strong. And they're strong. Strong <laughs> feelings. <laughs> um, and Mount Rushmore. We're going to do Mount Rushmore, Rushmore, Rushmore of chicken wing flavor. <laughs> You're falling the <laughs> <Yeah>. whole time. <laughs> um, 
So obviously we've been talking about the air fryer for, for months now. Yeah. I might give away one for my birthday. I've been it. thinking about it. I love it. Um, and uh, make been making a lot of chicken wings. I haven't really experienced with the flavors as much because I've just been kind of going to my one flavor over yeah. and over again. But my four favorite Mount Rushmore of chicken wing flavors are Maryland, which is a combination of Old Bay and hot sauce. Yes. Uh, medium, just hot sauce. Yeah. Hot. Oh my gosh. You're so like <laughs> classic wing flavor. And salt and vinegar. That one's not as classic. No, but it's good. That's like more of a rub. Yeah. Anyways. It is very good. Those are them. Mine would be barbecue. Spicy or honey. Ooh. Either way. I'm a, I'm a major barbecue Brooke fan. does love a, I love barbecue. anything barbecue. Garlic Parmesan. So good. <laughs> Maryland, which is new for me. Newer. Yeah. I don't want it to be super hot, but I do love the medium... Old Bay. Meets Old Bay. That's so very, it's good. very good. And then some sort of honey mustard. Yeah. I also love honey mustard. Nice. I just so do. they're there. Carved into stone. Could, Mount could. Rushmore of chicken wing flavors. That's what this podcast is all about. Five stars. <laughs> I will end with this. And this is a quote that I wrote on our chalkboard that has really been sort of speaking to us. Mm-hmm. It's It was from uh, Enneagram, A Christian Perspective by Richard Rohr. And this wasn't an exact quote, but it was sort of the gist of whatever paragraph I was listening to. It was, if we can't listen to others, how can we listen to the Holy Spirit? Mm. And I've just been sort of like wrestling with that idea that like, I don't know if I listen well all the time. And so I might be ignoring or not hearing the voice of the Lord when he's trying to nudge me to say, hey, this person might need a couple bucks or this person might need a phone call or this person might need a text. Because I I am often guilty of waiting for my turn to talk. Yeah. And so I think that ties in with the generosity idea of like, if we can't listen to others, how will we know when the Lord is directing our generosity for his purpose and his glory? Yeah. Um, Because I think quickly we can direct it for our purpose and our glory. Yeah. And I don't want to be that way. Yeah. Um, And I also think that that tells me when someone who is a good listener, like Brooke uh, says, Hey, I think, I think God's trying to tell me something here. I'm quick to listen to that. Yeah, you are, you know, which is interesting because that you writing that quote down on our chalkboard sort of and so put you, that into perspective. It gave language for yeah. you to what you were, what you feel. And sometimes. so, if you have people in your life that are good listeners that are like, "Hey, I think the Lord is trying to tell me this for you," or for you know, like, yeah. I, I would probably take extra note of that. Yeah, it's just it's kind of like an ending closing thought or something. I don't, I don't know. It's just a little, fancy, little thing, I'm but I like on. it. Um, but we appreciate you guys listening. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yes. And uh, we'll see you next week. Okay. Okay. I love love you. you. Bye. Bye.